0: Hello and welcome to Blockchain Gaming World, episode 102. I'm your host John Jordan, and joining me today is Sam Huber from Admix. How's it going, Sam?
1: Good. How are you? Glad to Good. Be here. And very well.
0: And uh, th- this is—I'm not—I'm not worried about this podcast in the sense of being worried. Uh, but it, this is this is a bit of a different sort of a uh, podcast in terms of the guests from from the ones I've had uh, for over so 101 episodes talking to people deep into into blockchain, and I think. Um, now we are sort of moving into a blockchain being becoming more of a sort of general thing that everyone's interested in. And so I'm going to be interviewing kind of a, from a wider selection of guests. Um, so that, that's exciting. And uh, this is particularly interesting, I think, um, because we're talking about adverts in, in the metaverse, really. That's, that's, that's sort of the title I see here. So before we get too much into that, can you talk a little bit about yourself and AdMix, which is the company of which you're CEO? yeah
1: absolutely so um i uh started my career as an engineer um but quickly moved into um, starting my own venture which was building hyper casual games so i run a studio for a couple of years and um my task there was mainly around game design as well as monetizing the games and that's where i realized how poor the the experience was for most of the mobile games where you know you have um advertising in it um these ads were intrusive um rewarded video interstitial ads that just create a terrible user experience and it just felt that although the model in itself is great to power free to play content it just that the the experience was terrible so we had this idea which um obviously had been tried before nothing we invented but to integrate brands within the content itself create a more of a product placement experience um so that at least you don't interrupt the the user experience and in addition you can have the brands positively contribute to an experience like you could unlock for example a pair of nike sneakers and put them on your character and then they can run faster in the football game or stuff like that and so that's really the the vision that's been the vision since day one is how can we how can we uh, create a new revenue stream for creators um that always maintain an amazing user experience and of course now looking at you know the the, the the technology has scaled. We have 500 plus um, game publishers that use our technology, including some AAA ones. And we're looking at the next frontier, which is the metaverse, virtual worlds, and um, and obviously we see that brands are going to be a big part of that future mm. as well.
0: Yeah, no. It, even this week, um, we've seen Nike Nike buying into NFT creators and Adidas doing stuff, and then we just see yeah. you know all these all these mess, all the fashion people obviously all, all over this. So so it's definitely where Sort of the the market is going, um, and it should point out as well. You guys recently raised 25 million dollars on your Series B round um to sort of push into into this space. So you've you've got sort of you know sort of the backing of of, of investors as well. But um I, I guess from our some people may be thinking you know uh, and maybe looking at my background and, and thinking of, sort of that, that Blade Run you know Blade Runner one of the first sort of uh, sort of sci-fi things yeah. where we we had a view of the future and basically you know. You're walking down the street and you get all these ads sort of jumping out at you, and you're sort of like, oh, this this is terrible. We've we've sort of come up with this, this new clean metaverses, and and, and the evil advertisers no. are immediately immediately trying to trying to uh, you know gain our attention by putting ads for ads for Coca-Cola in there. Um, so for you know, you've sort of mentioned it a little bit in your in- intro that you're talking, you know, you come at it from a creator point of view, but you know, for, from from a sort of player point of view, you know, why do you think that you know what you're doing is makes their experience better?
1: Well, I think, you know, for us, the the idea has always been to give the power to the creators. So we're not, a, we're not imposing where these ads are going to be. And even if ads will be, you know, integrated with the platform, we're not we're not a platform that says, you know, you can build content around those ads. That's not what we do. We give a tool to creators of content, game developers mainly, or metaverse, you know, virtual world developer. And then they decide if they want to integrate it or how many they want to integrate. So. We're not responsible for that. We provide a tool for them to monetize and they can decide how, how well they want to monetize. And the good news is a lot of these creators are very responsible because they, you know, the Blade mm. Runner experience that you mentioned, you can do that for a little bit. But why would people co- come back to that? Right. Yeah, so yeah. the system just balances itself. If you want to create a great experience, you need to be responsible. And therefore you can't overload the experience with with adverts but instead you can use our technology to make it really native and actually add value for example as i mentioned before rewarding people if they experience uh, a brand for a certain amount of time or you know uh, having um, gems or stars that actually are branded by by a brand that the user actually likes so you can do all of this yeah. stuff with our technology and i think the the beauty of web3 specifically is that the creators are going to be in power, not the platforms. So on YouTube or Instagram, you know, the creator doesn't decide of the, of the experience. So if the platform wants it to overload that with ads, they could do it and they do, but in web three, yeah. you know, the platform, whether it's the sandbox or decentraland, the they don't build the experience, the creators do. So the creators will have all the power. And this is why we believe that, you know, a solution like ours, which is very non-intrusive very immersive really fits the really fits this new platforms and and will be the new way for brands to interact with their users so calling it mm. advertising we know you know how advertising the word is, is loaded with with a, just <laughs> a, a lot of baggage right so we we're trying to move away from that we're going to make moves as well to to make sure that what we're selling is not advertising it's a new way for brands mm. to be part of this new creator economy which is very
0: different mm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No, I, I definitely think we're gaining the first taste of of sort of what that that interaction between sort of you know, you know creators and and uh, what I guess what we call advertisers or brand holders or whatever and and users that that sort of comes together in a much more holistic way in sort of sort of Web three. Um, uh, so so hopefully going forward. Um, one thing I will just my final sort of question on on this on this sort of uh, area before we sort of move on is you mentioned it a few times, kind of non intrusive ads. Um, and and I guess there's an interesting sort of balance between if they're so non intrusive, then people don't sort of see them. So can you dig a little bit into what you mean by what you know, because it's almost like a technical term you use non intrusive ads. And how does that how does that be? They're intrusive enough that people see them, but they're not so intrusive that sort of people get annoyed and the advertisers don't feel like they're getting kind of what they want
1: yeah so what we mean by non-intrusive is really that they, they don't interrupt the experience right we've run mm. various you know studies and surveys and you know playing a lot of games ourselves the really annoying part is when you're playing a game and you are interrupted by something that is different or you want to watch a youtube video and you have to wait uh, for the pre-roll to end before you can kind of watch it so this is the really what creates this animosity towards ads is the fact that it doesn't let you do what you came to do in the first place. What we're doing, which is product placement, you can see it. Uh, we're not saying that you can't see it, but it doesn't stop you, right? It's like walking in the street and you see a mall. If you like the product, you might want to stop. If you don't, you can keep going. It doesn't stop you. So it's the same concept. It's really opt in. The users decide what they want to interact with or not. And of course, the the, the creator, you know, the, the more they embed that experience with their with their game or with their own experience, the better the results. It's, um, you know, the more native things are displayed to you, the better it is. And and we see that on other platforms with, you know, Google search results. They look very, very yes. similar to organic results. Um, Facebook ads are in the feed. All of this is not a coincidence, right? So so that's the, the, the same idea.
0: Okay, cool. Okay, so we'll leave all that stuff behind. We've sort of gone through the, the basics. Um, Let's get on to some of the detail because you you guys have, are actually you know fairly advanced um, in terms of what what you've been up to. So can you talk a little bit into what you've been doing? You've been selling, um, already auctioning off um, NFTs that people can place in the metaverse. So can you explain a little bit about yeah. how that's been how that's been going on and actually how that sort of works as well? For
1: sure, yeah. No, I mean, and um, you know, our our vision has always been to be the bridge between. Brands and between creators, how can brands be part of this new creator economy? So there are things that you can do in Web 2, which is fairly limited, mainly it's advertising. But in Web 3, it opens up a lot of other possibilities, and that's what we are specifically excited to explore. And NFTs was an obvious idea, so we we partnered with um, with a, a virtual world called Somnium Space, um, and what we done what we did with them is creating this very nice futuristic looking cyberpunk billboards um, because billboards is kind of the entry point for most advertisers and we released 15 of them to their somnium space community in somnium space you can buy land and then build on top of that land and we dropped those nfts to landowners. there's thousands of landowners now and we only had 15 billboards and the promise was that if you own a billboard and you also own a world and you put the billboard in your world and you have people coming in your world then brands will place their ads on that billboard and you would benefit from the from the ad revenue right so it is a passive income nft that provides a, a new revenue stream for these creators and so yeah that's what we've done over the past month um there's a, another week ongoing now with a special edition but we're going to get to about half a million dollars worth of sales uh, across about 15 15 items so the the price the average price per billboard is pretty high because yeah. uh, on some of them you get 90 percent revenue share for life so you know if you believe that <laughs> you're going to have yeah, a yeah. successful uh, you know successful platform that more people are going to come in um and you're going to capture a big part of what brands are spending in the metaverse it's a it's a pretty attractive proposition so so yeah that's what we've done and that was obviously a proof of concept we're not saying that brands will only use billboards to advertise in the metaverse obviously not mm. but this is step one right this is what brands know today and we're already working on more advanced drops with custom branded nfts not just billboards
0: yeah that's sort of clearly where it goes isn't it i mean it's, it's almost kind of funny that in those virtual worlds almost having like an old-fashioned billboard is almost like it's almost like cool because <laughs> you know, it's the first time anyone's done that so it's, it sort of, sort of reverses the fact if that people it's, may it's, not like yeah Come if on. it's integrated in a nice way you
1: know we yeah. have a there's a, a club happening it's a club night in Somnium space uh, we yeah. have this billboard with LEDs and brands that can be customized by the by the owner as well so it just adds you know adds a layer of credibility and most importantly create a great
0: great revenue stream for those creators do the creators have uh th- th- do they have any sort of um, option over what ads go in there or is it just a sort of stream?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, all of that is going to be plugged to our, our technology, right? And of course, what AdMix provide at the core, it's this marketplace of brands that you can mm. place in your games. Um, and you can select categories, you can filter out categories, you can um, you have all these kind of controls where you can even approve okay. down to the creative before it is served. So all of that will really? be wow. um, fully released to Somnium Space when we when we
0: complete our roadmap of integration with them. Wow, that's that's, that's great. Um, and how how quickly does the does the, the next stage come? Which is you sort of touched upon it then, where you know, basically you 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 have brands dropping their sort of their own NFTs in there, which is sort of you know in a sense that by that stage i mean i guess it's still broadly advertising but that's sort of a very different advertising than we've ever sort of been ever had before um that you can have these things that potentially could be sort of you know very valuable sort of and obviously they all have a they all have a certain scarcity because they're, <laughs> they're nfts on a blockchain so we know mm-hmm. how many there are and you know the serial number i mean that's sort of that's sort of really inverts the whole um Kind of advertising industry, which has basically been sort of up to this point annoying people to get your brand in front of their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, how, how I quickly? Come. This...
1: We... No, no. I mean, yeah. How quickly? I mean, I think it's it's already happening, right? Some brands are doing that directly with the sandbox, with the central land. We've seen some some activations. Obviously, Nike and Adidas going all in. Not every brand will be able to do that and buy two million dollars worth of land. But everyone is looking at it, and you know, for us, one of the things that we're doing is always being: how can we create a better user experience? How can we really take advertising, at uh, the broader sense, right, uh, to to the next level? And in traditional games in Web 2, it's the the options are limited because there's only mm-hmm. so much flexibility we have in a game that is completely controlled by a publisher. What can I, uh, what can we do? We've done a lot of custom integrations. We've done one with. November where they took over like a plane in the game and we kitted the whole plane. So that was really cool. But, but in the Metaverse and in Web3, generally, you just have a lot more possibilities because you have NFTs, because you have this sense of ownership of digital goods. So to us, this is how advertising is just, just the wrong word, right? There should yeah. be a new word for brand interactions in Web3 that doesn't have this baggage of Web2, which has been abused. But brands, you know, spending $500 billion a year in, in digital um, advertising, again, to reach that audience, they're going to try to find ways to reach that audience in Web3 as well. And it's just about providing them the right tools. The, the good thing is we can provide them tools that will always put the user experience first. Um, and so that's what we're really excited about. And, you know, it's not about putting banners in, the, in games, in the metaverse. Like this is not where we're stopping. We're starting there obviously, that's a proof of concept. But you know, we're making big changes in the products that we're building to adapt what we're doing, and facilitate those transactions in the future.
0: Mm-hmm. you gonna have to rebrand you're have to change the name of the company not admix anymore. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, you know, it's, um, it's definitely something that we're thinking of. Um, because yeah. it's, 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 it's bigger than advertising, right? The way that brands are interacting Mm -hmm. with people yes an element of that is advertising but now we're seeing that you know the creative angle is massive nfts that's here to stay right so there is definitely um more than purely putting putting ads in the game Mm
0: -hmm. and obviously we're talking about sort of the bleeding edge of what's going on here so this is this is really sort of you know you know six months ago you you know you couldn't do it sort of thing but obviously yep. you know the, the enormous advertising industry you know still does a lot of sort of quite boring things that's been doing for like you know maybe 100 years or something hundreds of years yeah how how quickly do you think brands will, will get this obviously sort of the nike's and the and the guccis and those sort of people you know have got it but you know when we're talking about i know sort of uh, you know Kellogg's or you know some of the, some of these you know companies who just haven't you know they just don't need have needed that you know are we going to see sort of a big sort of disruption of of how you know some brands are just gonna be sort of left behind on this sort of thing because because there's only so much because some of these brands are not going to be able to sort of build the level of interaction that you that users want are they because people there's some brands who do a lot of advertising but people just they're not sexy brands so you know are they are they gonna sort of struggle are they the ones who really maybe need to be more innovative yeah. in how they sort of think about this sort of stuff i think in terms of speed i would
1: say that brands are going to uh, to embrace this as fast as technology um, is going to enable them to do, right? So a, a lot of brands mm. right now are jumping in, <clears throat> there's no real technology, it's kind of a creative play. They have to do everything themselves, figuring out where to buy. We know that, you know, companies like Nike or Adidas, very innovative companies are great for that, but, <clears throat> sorry, um, a lot of others would need more handholding. Um, and mm. so, you know, that's that's basically where we, where we fit, we think that there is a space to basically provide a gateway to, to Web3, which will enable these brands to to jump in. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, and, uh, as we've seen with every other platform, every other transition before, the ones who are late to the party, the ones who do not believe that this is a, a, a change that is here to stay, will be will be left behind and will struggle. Um, we've seen mm-hmm. that with Web, we've seen that with social media, and we're going to see that again with, with Web3. Mm.
0: I mean, I've always been surprised, really, for the last year, how quickly brands have ad- have adopted this. It, in a way, they've they've adopted sort of Web3 in a much um, in a much more open way than, than maybe you know the games industry. We're seeing now with the games industry kind of True. Ubisoft get a lot of pushback from what they're doing. And you kind of think, you kind of, my assumption would have been those things would have sort of been reversed, and the brands would be stuffy and, and old-fashioned. But it's, it seems like actually some of the some of the sectors that you think would be more technologically aware. Uh, for you know maybe for you know for particular reasons um you know kind of uh not not taking advantage of the opportunity um that to me seems quite surprising
1: i mean i couldn't agree more i mean i I remember when we started the company and i sat down with uh my co-founder and you know i'm more the gaming guy he's more the ad guy and we were looking at okay which brands should we get here first and we looked at that whole list of uh fashion brands, luxury brands, and we just rolled it out completely. Like brand fashion brands, you know, they are very particular about the environment. They would never do anything that is not perfect. According to them, gaming is just too much of a risk. And look, two years later, every fashion brand is embracing, you know, collaboration with Fortnite, Roblox, uh, Mm. NFTs, and they're literally leading the charge. So, you know, it's, it's clear that brands are really trying to stay relevant. And there's so much change at the moment, then, you know, it's harder than ever for them to stay relevant by spending 80% of their budget on on Facebook and Google. And so when there's something new that actually makes sense, then they're jumping on it. They are desperate to change. There just wasn't anything that would would compare in terms of performance and return on investment. So we're very excited by that change. I think it's it's a very turbulent moment because everything is Mm. you know up for debate and everything is changing but i think that's going to lead to a much better experience for the users
0: Mm. and how does it change um sort of you guys i mean i guess you've always been sort of fairly focused on the technology because that's sort of always been you know that's yes that's you know even before web3 um but does the does moving to web3 how does that sort of change you know what you compared to what you were like you know two two years ago say
1: well it, it adds a lot of I would say different layers of opportunities so if you're on web 2 you know as a technology that kind of plugs on top of games that's basically where we are we plug on top of a game and the publisher decides where they want to place the placements the they 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 can you know take us out if they want to they have a lot of control web 3 is very different you have as i said the creators actually own the experience and we can become one of the creators potentially and you know we we can look at land and all what it means for brands mm. there. So suddenly, um, because it's all decentralized and you have all these different layers that creates a lot more opportunities for players. And that's something that, you know, over the next month or so, you're going to see a lot of news and uh, goodness, the way that, you know, things are moving. Um, like I said, the, the word advertising is about to get a completely new meaning. And this is true for our company as well. What we're going to do in mm. six months is going to be very, very different from you know the services that we we can provide in web 2.
0: Hmm. I guess to a degree yeah so you you almost flip and become a creator yourself so you can not necessarily you would be a consumer brand per se but you're sort of moving more much more in that direction than a business brand aren't you I, I won't ask you if you're doing it but I could imagine you guys having you know ha- having offices in so it's, you know like lots of people are doing that somnium space sandbox all that you know because that's sort of where that's that's your that's your environment now so why wouldn't you be there sort of thing and I guess not just you but lots of people have been doing Absolutely. a sort of similar thing it's going to be yeah really really interesting cool um totally good well uh I, I think I think we'll leave it there I think we I think we did quite a lot of uh quite a lot of inverting business models and quite a lot of uh future future gazing and as you say maybe in six months time we can we can come back and and see see the uh how, how things have moved on because I think this is uh, something that's moving, that. kind of super fast. Yeah, and uh, we'll see how you get on with your with your rebrand as well. So, don't... <laughs> I'm joking. Exactly. <laughs> we might be on a new yeah. name next time. Who knows? Cool, lovely. So uh, thanks very much, uh, Sam. Thanks for your time. We, we'll, we'll keep in touch. Thank and,
1: you, John. Uh, thanks. Good to, to be here.
0: Cool. And, uh, and thanks to everyone who has been uh, listening and watching. This is Blockchain Gaming World, where um, every week we are. You know talking to the people who are building out this this, this really uh, you know amazingly dynamic new sector of gaming and as we've kind of talked about today you know beyond gaming into metaverse or whatever one of those exactly is we're not quite sure but but just a lot of stuff is changing in this space and um, and I personally find it interesting so I hope you do too um, please subscribe through your uh, channels of, uh, of subscription and come back next week to see what's going on see you soon